Welcome to Takeout Therapy. I'm Rebecca Hunter, a therapist who knows therapy is actually very expensive and believes that mental health education should be free. Stick with me for the next few minutes and you'll learn something that will help you think about life differently or maybe manage things better for yourself. This podcast is authentic. It's unedited and without a bunch of ads. All I ask is that you pass it along. Please forward an episode to a friend in need. And if you like my style and you want to do some work with me, come join the club at takeouttherapy.com. Let's get to work. Hello, hello, my friend. I'm so happy you showed up today because this lesson applies to everyone. Um, Before I get started, I want to remind you that I record this podcast on a very willy-nilly basis (laughs) when I damn well feel like it. So you have to subscribe because then the cute little logo will pop up to your, the top of your screen. And then you'll be like, Oh, okay, here's my new lesson. So today I, um, sat down to record after weeks of not making a new podcast episode because I super fun took that month off. And then I kind of just took another month off from recording as I've, um, reintegrated myself into my everyday reality, my life (laughs) from a really nice time living somewhere where there were palm trees instead of rain clouds. But back in Oregon, I am at last. And what I'm thinking about today is kind of serious, actually. I didn't know what I was going to sit down and record. And so I started flipping through some old books. It's funny because I have like topics out the Yahoo, um, on little pieces of paper. And none of those appealed to me today, which tells you where I'm at in my reality, which is a little all over the place. Fine by me. You know how it is. Anyways, I was looking through a big, uh, my bookshelf and I pulled out a book on codependency, codependency, We're not talking about codependency today. Don't worry. I've already talked about that. The podcast episodes, I think there's two, maybe three podcast episodes on codependency for your listening pleasure. They're old ones. So, you know, I say a lot of words that I try not to say now. Oh, it's so hard. Part of codependency, codependency is basically like, when you care more about what other people need and think and how they behave and their values, like, and it becomes like you care about it more than you care about your own. Mm, That's kind of codependency. And that is so not the official definition, but codependency shows up in all these super interesting ways. And all it means really is that we really kind of didn't get what we needed in childhood from our caregivers. And so in our adult lives, we really look to other people to provide us what we need, you know, and it's really common. So I don't love that we have to call everything something, but it does help us have shared language around some really difficult experiences in life. I definitely have some codependency, but I am on that shit. (laughs) So 
You should be too, my friend. It's just a good thing to kind of look at and work on and say, like, where do I fall in the priorities of my life? And am I, am I number one? Because it, when we experience codependency, we just, we aren't number one. And then we get lost because when you're not living in your own life and you're kind of like trying to fit into somebody else's reality, oh, it's so easy to get lost, isn't it? So go listen to those episodes and then come back or listen to this one and then go listen to those ones. If you have an interest in digging in about codependency, um, I'm going to do something on codependency soon as part of another project. So hang tight. Today, I want to talk about part of codependency. So I'm flipping through this bookshelf and I come across this book called Facing Codependence and I just turn, open a page and it's about dun, 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 resentment. Resentment. Let's talk about resentment, shall we? I wanted to start by telling you that resentment is kind of part of codependency, meaning resentment's kind of codependent behavior. <laughs> and so it's really important to kind of know that it falls into that category because it's one of the very many ways that we put what other people think ahead of like what's good for us. So let's talk about resentment for a few minutes today. And um, I think you'll find it really interesting. I don't know a lot of people that don't experience some resentment, myself included. Shall I make a list of all the things I'm resentful about or all the people I'm resentful towards? But I think there's a big difference between like knowing that you have resentful feelings and acting in a resentful way, right? Resentment is basically this idea that we hold on to things. We hold, we cling to our ideas about how someone wronged us and we just hold on to the anger and it becomes this kind of weaponized feeling, doesn't it? Like, as I'm talking about resentment, will you just check in with your body and go like, whoa, because mine just went totally contracted, like resentment. Like you're just kind of pissed at somebody. But the thing about resentment that's so miserable is that you're not just like kind of, you know, resentful, but you think about it a lot. Resentfulness, resentment, it causes a lot of thinking a lot of monkey mind, right? Because we think about this person and what they did and how, you know, we're not going to do anything to make it easier for them, right? Until it feels better. Oh, it is such a vicious cycle because <laughs> I'll tell you right now, when I am resentful in my home, it is empty. <laughs> People avoid us like the plague when we behave resentfully, <laughs> right? Is that a word? Am I making up a word? I don't know. Anyways, when we do things, they're born out of just this clinging to this idea that somebody needs to pay for something. And sometimes it's underneath the surface of our life. 
But when we behave with that as, as our like kind of root, oh, people don't want anything to do with us. And so it's really isolating, right? You know, when you're really hacked off at somebody and you just can't stop talking about it to people, people start avoiding us. They're kind of like, why do I want to hear about this anymore ever again? Ah, resentment. It's such a pickle, isn't it? Okay. So I was reading the book and it said that resentment, I just like this idea. It's a, it's an idea founded in the recovery community. So like take it with a grain of salt or whatever you need to do to feel like that's a, an idea you can resonate with, but it's like resentment becomes your higher power is what the author says. And they use that language as like your guiding light in your life, right? But resentment becomes so in control of you that it, it's kind of true. Like it becomes something that you're sort of living by, you know? And we do all this stuff when we're resentful. We, are, we behave passive aggressively. We say kind of underhanded comments. We stonewall the hell out of people, <laughs> right? We talk about them behind their back. Like we just, we do all this stuff and we're resentful and it doesn't feel good. I mean, this is all like toxic nastiness that we have inside of us. And we, there's a reason that we ha are resentful. There's a reason that this feels like the right move. And it's because like, in a way, even though, and I'm again, just like checking in with my body as I'm talking about resentment and it's so tight. It's really tight. We feel like if we can just hold this thing with this knowing, like you didn't not do right by me, <laughs> you know, it gives us some power over a situation that actually we probably don't have any power over. It gives us like this justification, right? But the problem is, and I'm getting into the three steps to leave resentment behind. The problem is oftentimes our resentment is based not in reality, <laughs> right? So I'll use my classic example of how my partner does not wipe the kitchen counters ever, ever. And that in the past, that really hacked me off. And I kind of would make underhanded comments sometimes, but generally I just held this kind of contempt in my heart about it. <laughs> As you can tell, I've worked through it. No, I have because it's so silly because I assumed that he was just like not wiping the counters because he's an irresponsible slob that really doesn't want to contribute to our home, right? Which, hello, is an absolute not reality, a complete falsehood. It just totally does not occur to this person. I don't understand it. We could talk about that later. But the reason that I had all this resentment it's because I just assumed that there was a reason that this was happening and that it was about me. 
And so if you want to leave resentment behind, I would say you're going to want to be real careful about making assumptions about what other people's behavior means, because frankly, most of the time, other people's behavior doesn't mean shit about us. It means that they're clueless. <laughs> it means that they don't care if there's stuff all over the counter when they go to make the sandwich. <laughs> it means that we maybe don't share a value, right? And so if you want to leave resentment behind, and I do, then just check in with yourself and say, like, is this true? A good old trick from our girl Byron Katie. Is this true? If you don't know her work, look up the work of Byron Katie. Amazing. Maybe I'll do a podcast episode on that. That would be really fun. I know she would want to come sit with me, but I don't have more than 20 minutes and you know it. So leaving resentment behind. Another way to leave resentment behind is to have better boundaries because <laughs> really, Ugh, doesn't everything kind of come back to boundaries, which is kind of hysterical and really makes me want to cry because for years I was super hacked off and resentful, passive aggressive about the lack of counter wiping when really, if I had just simply said, Hey dude, could you like wipe the counter after you cook a meal? <laughs> oh, my friend just to set a boundary, just to make a request, just to say, I would really appreciate it if you could help me out by wiping the counter, right? So we get really resentful with the people in our lives because we assume that they're trying to hurt us and that they should know what we need. And like we've talked about, we've had two big conversations about boundaries on this podcast. And it's really important that we tell people how to be in relationship with us. So if you're holding resentment, resentment toward a friend because they did something that was super inconsiderate, and you're just kind of hacked off them for doing it, but they have no idea you're hacked off at them. Have the, this is the third way to leave resentment behind. Have a good relationship with yourself and allow yourself to have boundaries to say, Hey, I really wanted to get together with you last week and you did not show up. And I do not love that. It hurts my feelings, right? So it's like when we create a nice relationship with ourselves in which we frankly expect people to treat us better and want them to, and are willing to help them to do that because we don't think about what other people need. We think about what we need. And we look at everything through our own lens. And so sometimes when we're holding on to resentment, it's because somebody was just conducting their business and didn't consider us. And that's okay. 
And we can ask them to consider us in the future, right? By being in a good relationship with ourselves, by not riding the waves, waves, miserable, isolating waves of assumptions, right? And just setting good boundaries with people. So those three things will really help you to kind of let go of some of the resentment that you might be holding on to. Oh, it causes such monkey mind. Like, I know that this is a very common occurrence and also something that happens to me, which is basically laying in bed in the middle of the night, thinking about what an ass somebody else is. And hello, is that a waste of time or what? (laughs) So the way you want to do this is you want to check yourself for an assumption when you're feeling resentful with somebody. You want to check in with yourself and say, are you sure that this is what happened? Could you maybe exhibit some curiosity and go and ask, why did you do that? Why did you say that? I don't understand your behavior, right? Don't make assumptions. And then be able to just let people know what your boundaries are. Let people know what's okay with you and what's not okay with you, what you like and what you don't like in relationships. And in doing so, you'll kind of improve your relationship with yourself, really, because you're kind of expecting better and asking for that. It's really empowering to let go of resentment. And so I'll be working on it right alongside of you. I hope you liked today uh, today's episode. I hope it was helpful for you. It was actually kind of helpful for me. I don't feel nearly as resentful about all that lack of counterwiping going on. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, if you like this lesson and maybe you're wondering how you might be able to dig in and work with me a little bit closer, maybe not do therapy, but maybe just like have more in-depth talks conversations, be able to ask me some questions. Maybe I give you some resources. Maybe I give you some journal prompts. That my friend is what I'm working on. I'm very excited about my new project. I'm starting basically a little monthly membership where every month I'm going to do kind of a longer format, but same format. It'll be like, um, a seminar or a, I think they call it a webinar, but I'm going to call it like a Zoominar. Like we'll have a Zoom and you'll see me there and I'll teach you about something really, really important. And then we can dig in a little bit and you can ask me some questions and I will send you a little worksheet afterwards and we'll do that every month and kind of see what happens. I'm thinking it's like, a mental health maintenance club, but my non-counter-wiping husband doesn't really like that idea. I mean, like mental health maintenance. So I'll figure out a cute name. (laughs) Anyways, I'm going to get started in April. I'd like to invite you to visit my website, takeouttherapy.com. And just on the membership page, there's like a little form where you can say, Hey, do you want to know when this thing's going to start? And I'm going to start in April. I'm going to do a, basically a mental health 101. I'm going to spend about 30 minutes and I am going to basically tell you what the heck you need to do to have good 
decent baseline mental health in your life. Boom. I will spend a half an hour with you and then I'll answer any questions that you have on the Zoom. And I'm not going to do it where everybody's on the Zoom. Like you can't see people. You'll just be able to see me. And then you can like, you know, chat me and then I'll answer your questions about mental health and about what you need. And I'm really looking forward to it. So I invite you to join me for Takeout Therapy Club. It's simple mental health delivered. Okay. I'll see you again soon, friend. Thanks for listening. The goal of this project is really to provide mental health education to everyone who needs it. So if you want to help me with that, forward an episode to a friend or write a kind review, please. And if you like my style and you're ready to dig in, do some work with me, come join the club at takeouttherapy.com, where I'm now hosting a monthly mental health maintenance club. I also do classes, groups, and one-on-one coaching and therapy. It's time for change. Are you ready? Are you ready?